This story, obviously no one has ever done it before, but this is supposedly one of the oldest serial killers, and I really doubt you guys have ever heard of this. This is the the book, and this is on uh, archive.org, you know, the internet site that... Uh, Exists. Yeah, but this is from the... Uh, Library of Congress. Library of Congress in 1787. Wow. Only 11 years after the country was established. Crazy. That's, that's insane in the membrane. That's old. You know, did I tell you guys that I was stuck in dc for a little bit no on my way back i did have a delay due to a mechanical error of course they kept us on the same plane but i made it back alive or so i think i mean consciousness this is, is a ghost i'm not a conspiracy theorist but but jen's a ghost i'm a ghost all right stephen d richards life and confession Wait, i wasn't done i'm sorry i know you're gonna cut it anyway but the dc airport why do you keep saying airport, that you know i'm gonna cut it because you jen, will the other day the other day jen comes in and says you know what guys i'm gonna start talking into the microphone and i was like jen it's episode 400 okay the reason i cut your shit is because no one can hear it so i went to the dulles airport and it, it was a beautiful airport i don't think i've ever been in that one and sometimes i don't like you that's what no, i'm just kidding it's okay you can love me and not like me that's like most fami- familial relationships <laughs> Yeah, like we're family. It's we fine. Are. You're it's my fine. stepsister. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. I'll accept that. <laughs> I'll take it. You yeah, can't. you will take it because you're my stepsister. So in this book, this is what he says. I have killed nine persons, said the arch fiend speaking to the author of this sketch. And I can't say that I feel any worse for it. I have only one wish now in the world. I wish to kill two more persons. The writer held his breath, doubting, wondering, and fearing. He asked, who? A preacher and a reporter was the quick reply. That's oddly specific. Very. Why 11? Why are you going to make it an odd number? Why don't you just cut it off at 10? Is it his lucky number? Or zero. I mean, like, if you did it at zero, that would be better. Correct. Agree. Agree. But I mean, also the I've killed nine persons, and then I like the fact that it's like the arch fiend, which is like like major fiend. Because when you think of when you think of arch, like you're, you can have a nemesis, but if you have an arch nemesis, you know that's bad blood. Yes. But like, or like you have a bishop, but the archbishop is like ahead of all the bishops. All right. So this is what this guy looks like. He is a serial killer. We're gonna start with the most gruesome murder. But can you describe him? Do you think he's really good looking? Ridiculously good looking. Really, really ridiculously good looking um i mean he's definitely got quite the hair and handlebar mustache this is also an illustration yeah yeah, yeah well, this is know. 1879 so he was oh, executed 1879 i thought you said 1779 well, i thought you said 1789 oh, actually Jen, yeah. you also don't listen very well so i have dyslexia tonight we're going to kearney junction kansas this is a out west kind of story This killer travels. He is a legit cowboy traveling. He goes all the way to California, all the Western states. And this is back in the 1800s. So, you know, nothing but uh, the plains. But we're starting in a small two-room house. Very small. Two two rooms for this house. So you have one bedroom, which go to talkmore.com to see the photos. These two rooms. So the kitchen has to be like in one room, like kitchen and everything else. Kitchen, living room, laundry. I mean, they didn't have laundry issues back then but on one bed this is real late at night this is 2 a.m in the morning one bed you have a mother and her two girls at the foot of that same bed was a a baby in a crib on the opposite side of this one of two rooms was a another bed and this is where Stephen d richards was sleeping now he had met this woman who he is spending tonight with mm. they're not sexual he she actually has a husband who's out of town but he works with 
her husband. They're in uh, like mergers and acquisitions and bank robberies and train derailment robberies. Oh, and so stuff. they're criminals. Yeah, they're criminals. Yeah. So that's how they know each other. But he is staying that night in the bed at 10 p.m. Wait, I'm sorry. It's her house or his house? It's her house. He and doesn't. Not, and his friend that he's in business with is not there. Exactly. Okay. Got he's it. out doing a train robbery. Okay. But the other, but the friend is there. Exactly. Got it. So at 10 p.m., everyone goes to bed. There were, quote, no words of dispute, end quote. And this was a Sunday morning around dawn time. Now, everything we're going to be reading and everything else comes from this guy's own confession. The book is called The Life and Confession of Stephen D. Richards. Mm. So he says exactly why he's doing all this stuff. But he gets up real late at night, wee hours in the morning, and he walks out to the the shed. He tries his best not to wake anyone up, the creaky floors. He, you know, silently unlatches the screen door and pulls it open. He goes outside and he grabs an axe, which he had placed there earlier in the night. So this was all premeditated, what I'm about to tell you. Then he takes the axe and slowly walks back into the house. And he says the following, quote, She did not hear me. She was breathing calmly. And the children were also sleeping soundly, end quote. He watched her for a few minutes and he'll talk about how he, he really didn't understand his own psychology. He doesn't know why he's just staring at her, looking at her with the axe. And this wasn't anything sexual at all. Then he goes over to the curtains and he pulls the curtain back, quote, just a trifle, end quote, for some strange reason, which he himself cannot explain. He crossed the room and pulled back the curtain just a trifle. A streak of daylight shot in like an arrow from a bow and darted across the partially covered head of the little girl Daisy. It was only for a moment, but the sleeping child felt the influence and turning over threw her white baby hands above her head. And with her pearly teeth shining through, she whispered as if in dreams, Mama, Mama, the ray of sunlight, which reminds me a lot of that Edgar Allan Poe story, Telltale Heart. Yes. You remember when he's like, opens the door. Oh, and the, the flash of light yeah, type the, thing he, on the eye. Yeah, that one little eye yeah. that is always That's open. That's a creepy ass story. I know. He's spend so much time talking about that like how he would sit there for hours and just like move the door like millimeters at a time and then point that little ray right at that blue eye mm. oh it's fucking weird dude yeah um what's the story the, that he wrote the poem that he wrote lma um po- annabelle Lee. annabelle annabelle yes yeah, she's from Lee here is from charleston yes so is um he was a uh 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 post here a post office worker yes and they he were wasn't a to- post office worker he was in the the army he was i know he was stationed here or the navy or something, something. maybe no, no, he no, was. No. well i mean the guy could have told the story wrong i don't know i heard it when i was on the ghost tour maybe you heard post and thought post office Maybe this is the night that I critically injured my ankle. Oh, uh, yeah. So any memory from that night it's is... fuzzy. It's fuzzy. Poe's the master of horror, but I'm telling you, Lovecraft is where it's at. Lovecraft is from Providence, it's Rhode Island. fucking... His shit is goddamn creepy. Anyway. Yeah. You know he was from Providence? Mm-hmm. I thought he was from Arkham, Massachusetts. That's but... not a real place, is it? Arkham, Massachusetts? Know. No, that's not a real place. I'm Googling. That's like Innsmouth. That's not a real place either. I don't Innsmouth know. Innsmouth is not correct. That's not a real place. So the little girl, Daisy, she says, Mama, Mama. But then she falls right back to sleep. Jen, pay attention. Arkham is a fictional city situated in Massachusetts. Yeah, because they use, Batman uses that too. That's Gotham. Oh, yeah, that's Gotham. What, do you, what was the other place? And. 
Ensmith. Ensmith. Massachusetts? Yeah. That's a fucking creepy story, dude. I don't know that one. It's Unless weird. Unless they made a movie that we would have no, seen No, they made together. a movie. Is anyone still watching this shit? Nope. Oh, Wolfie says Arkham 2 is in Batman. Ensmith oh, I told you. It's not real. Because I always said... um. Oh, Arkham was the mental hospital, right? Quote, I approached the bed of the mother and getting a good aim at her head, raised the axe. Oh. And struck her once very hard on the left side of her head. The blow must have killed her almost instantly, for she never spoke and scarcely stirred to make sure of my work. I hit her a second time near the temple and then... I turned to Daisy, who was still sleeping, with one little hand over her head and a few curls and part of her face visible. Is this a kid? Yeah, it's a 10-year-old. The little girl, Daisy, she was the oldest of the three children. She was in the middle of Mother and Mabel. Mabel was the two-year-old. Daisy was the next. So Mother first, then Daisy. So let let me go back for a second. I started this. We're in Kansas. This guy, who I showed you a picture of, good-looking guy from what everyone said, was friends with this bank robber robber, train robber, criminal. He spent a lot of his time at the house, but all of a sudden he had this urge to axe them all up. And even he can't explain why Hmm. the urge was so strong, but he premeditated it. It was thought out. He had placed the axe near the the door. He had went to sleep. He pretended to be asleep. He woke up 2 a.m. He goes out very quietly, grabs the axe and comes back. And for reasons he cannot even explain, which we can explain nowadays, he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know what to Sounds call about, it back then. Sounds but. about right. <laughs> he comes back and he stares at them and he pulls back the curtain and he's just thinking and all of a sudden he just axes them to death. So the mother was struck first and next Daisy. Daisy was the the oldest child. She was hit first with the flat end of the axe. She was hit on the side of her head, her temple. Quote, she too stirred but little and made no noise, end quote. Next, I killed Mabel. Struck her on the forehead with the flat side of the axe. One blow and killed her dead. Then I killed Jesse, who laid sleeping in the crib at the foot of the bed. I struck him with three blows and killed him dead, end quote. At this point, everyone's dead, but he hears this little faint. Daisy wasn't dead yet. She was almost there, but she was moaning as if she needed to be finished off. So, quote, I struck her two or three times more, and then she laid quite still, end quote. So, what do you guys think? (laughs) I mean, that's terrible. That's yeah, I, I mean, how can you, I don't know. I, like, what was the motivation? You know, he's just like, because he felt like it. I yeah, just he don't like He wanted to hit number 11, right? What And why 11? I still don't know. No, no, that. this was, no, this was B9. This right, was nine. but he wants to, he, 11 was his goal, you know? He had a, a number he was striving for. Can you read this? This is from his own words. When you killed the three children of Mrs. Harrelson, asked the writer on one occasion of Richards, did you not feel conscious stricken, a pain of awful regret? or that you were committing a terrible wrong, the monster laughed sardonically and with a carelessness that was at once strange and terrible, replied, not a damn bit. Just as soon as have slaughtered so many pigs, 
One blow of the axe settled him, one after the other, and all was over. The grave was all ready, and I hauled the carcasses out and chucked them in. As for a pang, as you call it, I didn't feel anything, only that I had got rid of the crowd. So the pang of consciousness, basically, he doesn't have one, which means he's a psychopath. That's mm. like yeah. what, what we know nowadays. Wait. <laughs> what? Is like the word sardonically, like sarcastically? I think sar- sardonic is means um it, it's um uh, it means like sardines like meat like meanly like if you get it's like the plural of sardines no. so if you get sardines on the pizza you would call Domino's and be like can I sardonically get the pizza and grimly s- mocking or cynical so kind of like sarcastic you're mock you're ma- you're making you're fun mocking of them. Yeah. yeah so let me tell you about this guy when I was a boy he answered. I was sent out to kill a litter of kittens. And oh my God. I, no. <laughs> and I did so by striking their heads against a tree, smashing out their brains one by one. I didn't feel bad about it at all. It was fun. I experienced the same sort of feeling when I killed these little Harlson kids. Just as soon as have strangled so many kittens... Or brained them against a tree. Oh. I like that word, brained. I don't know. You know, no, brained them. I don't like that word. Mm-mm. So what do you think of this guy? Kind of He is right? making Peachy. me really question my my... My it's, my pro lifeness, I guess. I I you he's know just, he's he's not a good person. Um, and he's a sociopath. Yeah, I mean, like you normally, I'm like, well, you 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 do the did you do the crime, but like you deserve to suffer while you're alive as well. But like to draw it out, but I mean, this guy, he just doesn't even care. What a what a jackass, so, man! Like, how do you kill children and enjoy it and be like, That's yeah, like whatever? Pure evil. Yeah, it's to be stopped. I mean, it's the 1800s so he was eventually he is stopped no he's no alive. longer he has expired however as i said he was friends with the husband jasper harlson who was a quote underwood a notorious desperado and which you guys have will probably remember he was the the uh the one behind the quote big spring train robbery <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that one. <laughs> Mrs. Harlson was slender, sandy brown hair, rather large, not a bad looking woman. Oldest child, Daisy 10, Mabel 4, Jasper 2, that was the baby in the crib. Quote, I thought a good deal of the children, he would say, and they in turn hung around me constantly and seemed to be very fond of me, end quote. He actually spent many months there in the home and he actually made a deal with the husband and wife to get a part, it was like a quarter of the land that they owned, deeded over to him a quarter of the section for $600. And he went out and he hustled, 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 and he got the money and the deal was made and everyone was happy. So at this point, he owned a quarter of the land. They were real happy with him living there. As I said earlier, there were there were no um, like hateful comments or anything made before they went to bed that one night and he had really no reason to murder them because now he's Mm -hmm. got a quarter of the land which was producing crops which he could grow and sell and and he was set up for life right so the the big thing about this book is trying to figure out why he did this and this is before mental health was even a thing before the word psychopath existed he himself couldn't even explain why he wanted to do this the children loved him to death they would call him uncle uncle stevie you know and there was no reason for him to to do this so and kind of crazy yeah yeah <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> it's actually interesting how well documented this is, too. Yeah. Well, it's well documented because he, uh, the, I mean, they were really trying to figure out why he did this. They're like, tell me more. And he, like, didn't know exactly. So they were trying to. Um, yeah, they were fascinated yeah. by it. He says, quote, I cannot say that I regret what I have done. There were a couple he killed before this. I, I would like to say that they were just crimes in the moment. Let me tell you a little bit about this guy's background. He was born 1856 in West Virginia. He moved to Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> you are a hoe. Look at you. I'm not even thinking about Idaho. At least you admit it. Man, it's taking what? 400 episodes? Damn. <laughs> Idaho. That's <laughs> <say> Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> Idaho. I mean, you Daho. Now, I meant to say Ohio. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Oh, oh, I, 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 that is our 51st state. I, uh, <laughs> I was looking at Ohio. <laughs> He was born in West Virginia and moved to Ohio. He was a good child, decent parents, not strict, no school problems. He had to brain the kittens, but that was oh God. because, I mean, he wasn't an animal abuser. He did love it, but it was, you know, there were feral kittens. He had to kill them. Wait, but like how... I, I understand there's like a difference between having a cat that is like your pet and you love them and like having these animals that are infested around your property. But like cats aren't really a, like a problem animal, are they? Like they take care of mice. They're cute. They meow. I don't know. What's a, what, what's a feral cat mean? Like what happens? Like it just, it's not one that is friendly to humans. It's just kind of wild. When I think of like feral. I mean, if it's going to hurt like the other animals on the property but maybe. Normally they're skittish. They'd stay away from, they mm. stay away. When I think of like Pharaoh or something, I think, I don't know. I, I kind of think of like me, like Murphy. You know how he's just like real feral and kind of dirty and just like not a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when he was a boy, I will say that he started reading these little, uh, what are they called? Little um, pulp comic books about the Westerners, old Billy the Kid and, and Billy the Skid Mark and <laughs> Billy, the, Billy the Skid. <laughs> All these desperados. And he began to write them. He's actually writing letters to desperados. Desperado. What, what do you think these desperados reply back to him? Oh, thanks for being a fan. You know, check out my podcast. Yeah. No, they write back to him telling him how to counterfeit money. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, Here's how you rob a train, son. So they're writing back to him telling him how to counterfeit money. So as a boy, he starts counterfeiting money. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like getting in the wrong path <laughs> as uh, a boy. He also probably doesn't have like the best role models, you know. <laughs> the first guy he killed was kind of a, a kill at the time, I guess. He was 18 years old. He was riding south with a man. 
in Kansas. They were playing cards. Now they're on horseback. So he's always wanted wanted to be a cowboy desperado, uh, Westworld type of stuff. So they were riding and he made a companion. They play cards and this guy, Stephen Richards, won all the money. And this man in the morning said, you know what? We have, he says, quote, we may as well settle this little matter before us here and now either give me back my money or fight. So they had a duel and Stephen Richards was quicker to the draw. Blow, and quote, the ball struck him above the left eye and killed him almost instantly. Jeez. And then he dragged the man to the river and pitched him in and then sold his horse at the market. <laughs> I mean, literally fucking cowboy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But I'm not going to get too much into everything. This story, the way it was written was to try to figure out why he did this. Yeah, he killed in the past. He was a desperado. So he only killed, not that he only killed, he killed nine. He didn't get to his goal of 11. Yeah, but... But his uh, he wanted the last two to be a preacher and a yeah. journalist. Yeah. There's a couple things... <laughs> and I'm sure the guy that's taking the interview is like, uh, right. don't hurt me. Yeah, he's like... He gets number 10, which is a preacher, and it's like, this is John Johnson here reporting on your crime of the day. Our friend has killed 10 people, including a preacher, a child, and a mother. The what has led you to kill 10 victims? Uh, uh, number 11. There's a couple things about this story that is worth mentioning. Number one, when he did get arrested, which was rather quickly, he started receiving a bunch of letters from the female population Oh. saying that so, oh you're so hot will you be my bad boy they like the, the illustration in what? the newspaper he, <laughs> is he the first I recipient think, of like prison mail like, i think like, so. not prison mail but like prison date mail yeah, yeah, yeah i think so i think so really i mean he was a good looking person and he was very vain. You're so when so he vain. when he went to get executed, they finally executed him. He was more concerned about how his hair looked. <laughs> I'm see. I'm not even fucking joking. Seriously. <laughs> Hang on. Just get some more shoe polish in there. He's combing his mustache. I'm an organ donor, but like, is it vain of me to like hope that they don't take my eyes? Like, that's something that I like about me. I don't me. think you can have a, a choice on that one. Can't what? I write it into my will and testament? No. They wouldn't get to that until much later. I'll put a note on the back of my driver's license. <laughs> Just don't take my eyes. Just don't take my eyes. <laughs> you rather someone just be blind? Forever. I'm already losing my vision, so it's not like they're gonna like. You're losing your vision. I'm getting old. You need? Have you gotten your eyes checked? No, not lately, or ever. Maybe you should just have a quick appointment just to make sure you can see. Yeah, or I could just like you know. How many fingers am there? I holding up, Jen? One. <laughs> I mean, I think she could predict that that would be what happens. She didn't really even have to see it. Nope. I was like, see, here's my challenge is like, do I look at you, the storyteller, or do I look at you, the camera? Or do you just go to sleep? <laughs> That's only when I've like really been drinking. He does not look like a murderer. He has a pleasant face. His voice is like a woman's and his eyes are not at all savage. On the contrary, they are mild and rather expressive in confidence. Can a man with such eyes be a murderer? I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm a murderer. I'm just kidding. Well, I, no, I guess I'm not kidding. <laughs> if, depending on your uh, definition of war crime. That's fucked up. <laughs> You've killed in combat. That's different. <laughs> 
right. He was the first one. I think he was the first one to get prison mail, honestly. Interesting. Not yeah. uh, like prison mail or prison date like, mail. Like prison yeah, date mail. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, you could write a whole fucking encyclopedia about the letters Chris Watts is getting in oh prison. Oh God. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That man killed his wife and children. That was awful. And like, I just don't under, like, what about that is appealing? You tell me. Why do you guys like this so much? Why is like everyone on here right now a female that's watching us? Why are y'all There's writing? There's a difference between being interested in true crime and, and no, writing to Chris no, Watts dude. and telling no, him that you want to date him. It's female. Y'all, y'all, it's 99% female. Yeah, right. I think we're interested in the psychology. And, yeah. and no. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I am. That's what y'all tell y'allself. Maybe. Back before <laughs> psychology was even a word, y'all were packing the courtrooms. There's yeah. some stories oh. we've done that. Oh, it's because I like the drama. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> give us the tea. That's what we really want. Spill the that tea. Hey, the serpent gave us the apple. Now we want the tea. Yeah, y'all fucked it up for everyone. We were fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And y'all are like, hey, look, eat this fucking apple that some snake told me. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What kind of stupid shit is that? Everyone loves gossip. I gave you my fucking lung or liver. Rib. <laughs> Rib. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, so he was uh, executed, you said? Yeah, he was executed. 1879 and like i said and he was real worried about the book he wanted the book to come out before so he can read it like the book that we're reading now and he was really worried about his appearance well yeah that definitely sounds like the 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 definition of vanity well so before he got executed he would like you know get in shape work out and eat right and stuff because he wanted to you know be presented in the best light he could that's crazy yeah he was very uh narcissistic Huh. See, that does kind of remind me of the Ted Bundy final meal. Like, he refused to eat that food. Hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, this is... uh. So, before the term psychopath existed, because this guy just wanted to do it. Like, I don't know. And he never felt sorry for it. I mean, he was a psychopath. Which isn't a bad thing. Like, as long as you don't kill somebody, you know. But he did. He killed children. Yeah. Well, I know. But I'm saying, as long as you don't... But he did. I mean, I, mean, I he killed know. He killed many people. He killed nine. nine persons. Yeah. I mean, but you can't like hold that to somebody yeah i think you can <laughs> i think you can not in this day of age jen all right that was a short story i hope you guys liked it and we'll be on you know in the future we're stopping at episode 399 <laughs> <laughs> and then we're transitioning to our new podcast what if we did that <laughs> everyone be like what happened to episode 400 <laughs> i'm not a conspiracy theorist but anyway i hope you guys enjoyed that until next time good night you lovely lovely people She was breathing regular, regular, regularly, regularly. She was breathing regular, she regularly. Was, she was breathing regularly, regularly. You got this. I believe in you.